death. Where to start? It's probably the most terrifying construct of the human mind. To some, it's a gateway to another existence, a mere obstacle or hurdle, if you will, on your way to another life. I mean, after all, it says very distinctively in the 1 Corinthians 2.9, a book in the King James Version of the Holy Bible, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the beliefs shared by myself and many others when it comes to the confinements that this life has beholden unto us. But at the end of the day, when the dust settles and the ashes have fallen for the last time, death is still and always will be nothing more than a human-made construct of the mind. It's a new year, a new decade, a new week, and thus a new discussion. Hello everybody, my name is Noah, and welcome to Visible Confusion. As always, I'd like to thank um, LDLN Beats for all of the sourced audio in this video. I hope you guys enjoyed that intro. I know it's kind of out there, but uh, it's just an interesting way to start, you know. It gives us some background information on the question that I'll ask this week, and uh, yeah. So typically in these videos, I will pick a topic to speak on, and then I will only touch on my side of that topic, delivering to you guys what I think and really nothing else. And in this show, what I want to do is change that. Instead of only presenting my side of the story, I want to say what I want, I want to give my two cents, and then let you know the other side of the story. Yes, it is very susceptible to bias, as I clearly identify with one side of the story, but I will try my best to take both sides of the argument into consideration when making my final decision. And I call it visible confusion, because, come on, have you seen my face in the thumbnails? Like, I, I don't know, I, I thought it worked. Anyway, yeah, quick shout out to uh, LDLN Beats, that stands for Long Days, Longer Nights. I'm pretty sure. So go check him out, link will be in the description, and let's get right into it. Oh yes, and um, from here on out I will be uploading all audio from these videos, as I don't really use any video of myself doing anything, to my Spotify. You can find me under small screen, that's small underscore screen. Um, I've already got one up there, it's on my uh, Fallout 76 video, um, so yeah. I appreciate the support. Please consider sharing this channel with your friends. Let's get right into the video. Part 1. Pros. Man, it's early on in the year, and things are already looking super dire for E3 in the coming future. I mean, just think about it. If you can remember, last year there was a butt-ton of talk about the fact that EA decided not to hold a press conference at E3 and Sony opting to replace their appearance with a state of play. And now, Sony has announced that they are skipping the show yet again this year. They made this declaration uh, in an interview with GameIndustry.biz saying, quote, After thorough evaluation, Sony Interactive Entertainment has decided not to participate in E3 2020. We have great respect for the Entertainment Software Association as an organization. We do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are looking for this year, however. 
Now, this is disappointing, yes, but was it at all surprising? Not, not, not really. Personally, I was hoping that we would see something along the lines of E3 2012 with the PS4 reveal and release, but no. Sony has chosen to take the reins on this one, which isn't entirely unexpected, at least on my part. I've been saying for a few years now that in the age where these big corporations can beam their press events directly into our face holes whenever they want, it would make next to no sense for them to fight at E3 as if it were still the 80s. I mean, think about it. Were the 80s fun? I don't, I don't know. I mean, they looked fun, I guess. I, I, I wasn't there personally, so I can't say. But I digress. The 80s are over, and it's about time that somebody started acting like it. You see, it's kind of funny, because if you asked me three or four years ago if I thought that Sony of all people would be leaving E3, I'd have called you a liar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny, but that, that would have been my response, you know? If you'd have left it up to me, I probably would have said that Nintendo would have been the first to go, you know, with their Nintendo Directs and what have you. And now that Jeff Keighley has left, and Sony has their state of play, and Microsoft has their inside Xbox, a small part of me has an increasingly hard time believing that these kinds of shows have any form of longevity, uh, if we're thinking of the next decade or so. So all in all, even though they might never completely vanish from existence, there will probably still be something online 30 years from now that is called E3. It'll never be as important or as all-encompassing as it once was. Part 2. The cons, meh. Now, before I start to completely disagree with myself, I want to do so without taking away any legitimacy to what I just said in the first section. So keep that whole first section in mind as we transition to the cons, alright? Thank you very much. Yes. Yes, 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 I absolutely agree. We have 100% reached a certain point in the constant evolution of technology that, yes, you are correct. We can watch E3 from our couch, or in the back of a subway, or in the middle of Rome. But in my opinion, this doesn't spell the end of E3, it spells the end of the beginning. Tech is growing rapidly all the time, and E3 as a technology conference knows this better than anyone. And as such, we have seen E3 evolve over three years from a tiny room full of tech companies begging Target executives to please stock Genesis to a cultural media milestone. And yeah, Sony isn't there. And maybe Jeff Keighley will never return because he's got that thing going with the Game Awards every year. The clothes make the man more often than the man makes the clothes, and I think that E3 will do just fine without him. As a matter of fact, if his departure allows another young chap to start up his or her career, then I'm totally for it. Nintendo is still going to E3, Xbox has no reason to ever stop showing up at E3, and if they'll continue to pull epic reveals like Keanu for Cyberpunk 2077, they should be just fine. But with all of this said, taking all that I have said previously into consideration, the big question still looms overhead, is E3 going to die anytime soon? To put it bluntly, no. E3 as a whole is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, it'll go through some changes and maybe experience some small growing pains along the way, but I think by and large it'll be just fine. 
Now granted, this isn't to say that the whole event won't be a big show. In my humble opinion, I think the show will still be a fairly large event in the gaming community. But it doesn't have to be this Goliath that the entire gaming enterprise needs to take down together. Now, if we're wondering who may be practicing their pullout game next, I'd probably say Nintendo as they have the whole direct thing going for them at this point, but Microsoft owns an entire arena, like a block away from the convention center, so honestly, I don't think they'll be giving up anytime soon. And after all, if Jablinski can go to E3 on a whim, then I don't see why we have any reason to worry about the show's well-being, period. Holy crap, this was a short episode. Yeah, if you guys didn't notice, uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to cut these things down in length because, like, the AirPods one was almost 30 minutes long. The Fallout one, while the audio mixing was completely garbage in there, uh, it was still almost a 20-minute video, so I'm gonna try to make these concise so you guys can consume them a lot more easily. Yeah, is this one like 11 minutes long? I don't know. I haven't really checked it out, but this is a lot shorter script, I think. It took me about a day or so to write, so I really hope you guys enjoyed it so far. Now, I see that um, many of you didn't particularly enjoy the AirPods video, which kind of sucks, as I had to start over three times while making it, but whatever. I just want to mention that a week from now, PAX will be happening, and certain people, myself not included, will be to PAX and will receive early access to the new Wastelanders DLC. A week after that is the official release date for DLC. So, what does this mean for my channel? I will be playing my full of Wastelanders and as promised, a review will be released. Hopefully like so much better quality than the last one, but yeah, I'll, 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 I'll figure it out, you know? Like, yeah, it'll be pretty good. I won't, I, 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 deep breaths. This is it, people. This is how we find out if all faith is lost in Bethesda or not. So, fingers crossed, right? I believe in you guys. Don't worry about it. You guys got this, you know? Face reveal out of 1,000 subscribers. Go check out some of my other videos, but if you don't remember, no one cares. Oh, brother, this guy stinks!